concept of the leader in formation, rarely, rarely being the guy in the front, is so powerful when you translate it to business. It's super powerful here in the gym as well. I don't need to be the strongest, fastest. I don't need to be the quickest, the, the fastest twitch muscle guy. I don't have to have the best of any of that. I have to show up consistently. My team has to know that when I say I'm gonna be here in the gym, that I'm gonna be here in the gym. Hey guys, welcome to Fitness Driven Podcast. Uh, today I get the chance to sit in uh, for Coach Royce, play a little tag team. Um, we sit with James Bristow, really great guy, really great business owner and entrepreneur. Uh, but we talk about working with the team. Um, there's some of the challenges you can uh, face, but really how to get better at them and work better as a team. So, hey, he's going to be giving us a couple of really great tips, how to apply them and how to get better working with your team and your group. Um, Hey, at the end of this podcast, if you enjoy it, hit that subscribe button, give us a like, and um, thanks for joining us. All right, we're back here with Mr. James Bristow again, uh, talking about a little bit of fitness and then organizational structure. So really great topic. Um, in all of our businesses, I know we have some type of you know organizational structure, but fitness plays a role into it. But um, he sits in a different position, so I'll hey, let's talk about it. And I've got a couple good questions ready for you. But great, uh, great. I'm ready. First one um, is really it's just how does working out with your team leadership help your ability to lead that team? Yeah, that's great. So um, I found that when I can work out with the team leader, it actually allows us to do a few different things. The, the first one is it learns we learn to communicate around pain. And, and it's a funny concept, but business is painful. Everything we do at work is painful. It's gritty. You've you got to grind. Sometimes you've got to do things you don't want to do. It's not your favorite thing to do. It's energy dragging. Um, I would tell you that working out of the gym and CrossFit is similar. It's painful. It's gritty. You put your, 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 your nose down and get after it. So we learn to communicate around that pain and... Um, perhaps even more important, I get to learn how they communicate without having to experience it in a situation where it could be detrimental to the business. So we're here in the gym, and, and for example, I could have one employee who has their hands on their knees, bent over, they're gasping for air, right? That happens in business, where you're bent over, you're gasping for air, and someone just needs to shout at you, stand up, it's easier to breathe if you've got your lungs open. Absolutely. And at work, we can say the same thing. I don't have to do anything other than call it to their attention. Hey, just stand up. It'll quit hurting. And, and learning to recognize what, what translates from when they're bent over on their hands, with their hands on their knees in the gym, what does that look like at work? What's the, what's the same kind of uh, synonym, if you will? And uh, then trying to figure out how to call it to their attention and get them to stand up. Um, and then finally, uh, they get to do the same for me which is perhaps even more important because some days you've got your hands on your knees and you're gasping for air. You don't know why. You're gassed. You, you just went through a sprint. You, you had bad form. You hurt your back, whatever it is. And the team knows just from working out with you what that looks like. When we're at work, they know too. They can see it in my face. They can see that I'm worn out. And it happens. It happens to everybody. And they can say, hey, don't worry about this. You know, Stand up. 
It'll be all right. We got you. Let's get together. Let's get through this together. I like it. So it sounds like you and your whole team get this experience where you learn about each other. Um, thinking about, you know, not just team, let's go even more granular. Think about that same workout, if it was specifically a partner workout. How's it different? I love partner workouts with my team leadership. Um, Joe Strzok, Jim Altadel, some of the, uh, Megan Henty, uh, team leaders. We When we do partner wads, there's some powerful, powerful nonverbal communication that occurs. And here, here in the gym, um, I'll talk specifically with Joe Strzok. We've known each other for a long time. But before we did partner workouts, uh, we had to verbally communicate like, hey, are you okay? Hey, can I jump in there? Is it my turn? Whatever else. After we've done partner workouts together, we can change in and out without that, that communication because we, we know the nonverbal cues. The other piece of it in business that's really, really interesting is ego. And if you can take the ego away Meaning, if someone steps in and says, I got this, step aside, and you don't have the ego around that, it's really powerful because you actually can embrace the fact that they are your partner in the workout. So when Joe is gassed, or I'm gassed, and all we get is a little uh, push out of the way, we don't have ego around it. You just say, oh, thank God. It's the exact opposite of the ego, right? You're like, oh, thank God there's somebody here to help me out. Thankful to have some help instead of feeling that, oh, no, I need help. That's right. And it's their turn to lift the weight. I love it. I love hearing that it's my turn. It's okay. I got it. That's that's what a team and a partnership is all about. And I love how you relate it back. The workout translates just to your work because of it's important work what you guys do. Absolutely, and, and you know, James, I know this is your first time on the on the show with me. We've uh, Royce and I've done a couple, and, and I asked Royce. I said, "Hey, you want to talk about Orchard?" He said, "Well, I, I don't have time." And you said, "Well, I'm in," and that embodied the tap in, tap out. He just looked at you and he goes, "Okay, cool. You know how to hit the record button? Boom! There we go." Right, and your your, your org chart in the business of this gym represents that as well. Absolutely, I love it. Great, great little insights. So let's hit another little topic. Um, this is sometimes a little tougher for people, um, but does it bother you um, when you aren't the best at whether it's work or working out um, when you're working out with people in your company? You know, especially when you're working out, because I think as leaders, we want to be the best at everything all across the board. But how does it come for you when you're not just the best? Yeah, you know I- I will say that at times I can have an ego and I really like to win. I've shared that with people before. I really like to win. And in a lot of situations, you have, in order to win, you have to be the best at something. But probably uh, more accurately, you have to be good at multiple things. And frankly, you can probably win without being the best at any one thing. What you have to be the best at in a leadership organization is subordinating. And that is not easy to do. But being willing to subordinate to the people that you've surrounded yourself with is a powerful tool for winning. And so when we're doing a workout and one of my team leaders can lift twice what I can lift or can do twice as many double unders twice as fast, I'm extremely grateful that they're on my team instead of on the other team. Right. <laughs> and so being able to look at them and go, oh, thank gosh, he's on my side. Uh, one of my favorite books is called Extreme Ownership. And it's a, it's a, it's a story, uh, a business book based on um, kind of Navy SEAL teams and how they work together. It's written by uh, two Navy SEALs. 
And the concept of the leader in formation, rarely, rarely being the guy in the front, is so powerful when you translate it to business. It's super powerful here in the gym as well. I don't need to be the strongest, fastest. I don't need to be the quickest, the, the fastest twitch muscle guy. I don't have to have the best of any of that. I have to show up consistently. My team has to know that when I say I'm going to be here in the gym, that I'm going to be here in the gym. They have to know that when, I'm going to, when I say I'm going to be at the office or, or showing up for work, whatever that looks like, that I'm actually going to do it. They have to count on that. And that's accountability from the leadership side of it. In the SEAL team, they talk about they have to know that when they turn around, the guy's right there. So they don't have to always be looking backwards to make sure their team is there. And I think that is the only thing I have to be the best at. I like it. I, I, I like knowing that you don't have to be the best. It's that surround yourself with great people. And that's the job of a great leader. Yeah. And make sure they know that you got their back. Absolutely. Always. I love it. That's, that's powerful. So here's another one for you. Um, for you, um, what do you say um, when you need help from one of your team leaders? You know, how do you reach out to them? It, it, from your position, how do you reach out to those guys and say, hey, I need help? Yeah, so if we haven't worked together for a long time, and, and sometimes you bring in a new leader and you're bringing them into the culture and the, and the organizational chart of, of, of how you work and you want them to adapt to that or slightly modify it so it works for them, you do have to verbally cue that up. So you, you have to first establish trust. You have to make sure that everybody trusts that when you say it's okay to not be the best, that you mean it. They have to know that you're not judging them they have to know that you're not going to fire them or demote them or whatever else for one reason that they're not the best at. I will fire people for not doing what they say they're going to do, though, because the trust is the fundamental component of it. After we've worked together for a while, we don't say anything, and that's the power in it, is that they know that we have this organizational strategic plan. We've said we're going that way. We're going left, and we're going two miles to the left in the organization, and we all have agreed who's going to do what along the way. And if we turn right accidentally because of whoever is taking lead in, the, in that team, no one says anything. They just grab them by the shirt collar and drag us back left. I love it. And it's very powerful. It's most effective that way. The thing is, is that business doesn't stop for us to course correct. The business doesn't stop. We still have payroll. We still have clients that need things. And we're still growing. So we have to be able to do it quickly, efficiently, effectively, uh, and nonverbal is the best way to do that. Absolutely. And I think we just experienced it. And everyone's business, they've had to change something um, over the last couple months for one reason or another. And nobody said, stop, now let's take time to figure it out. You had to figure it out on the fly. And I think great teams and great leaders figure it out faster. And that's what we're seeing in our country right now. That's right. I agree with you. Awesome. So um, I got one more for you. Um, this is actually one that speaks to friends, family members, and, and a ton of people that I know are going to be listening to this, but what advice would you give to that younger version of yourself, that 25, 30-year-old entrepreneur, leader, hard worker who just who wants to be better at you know leading but also asking for help? You know, I'll bring it back to, to the gym first and then I'll go back to the business just to, to, to take the conversation there. In the gym, when I was 23, 24 years old, all I did was cardio. 
just mad conditioning, nonstop, miles and miles and miles and miles and miles of running, uh, rowing for days. I could just do mass amounts of cardio. As a matter of fact, the first time I met Royce, I said, look, man, I don't want to lift weights. I just want to do cardio. And he just looked at me and he said, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> a year later, I was back squatting and benching and, and doing all of the lifting with him as well as cardio. So the advice I would give to myself back then uh, or, or to someone in that position who's coming up through a leadership role is to practice more than just what you want to practice. So you may think that you need to just do cardio, but what I didn't realize at 23 is that I needed stronger muscles to improve my cardio. It's really weird to think. I had coaches that told me, don't lift weights if you want your stride to stay the way it is. But what's wrong with your stride changing a little bit? Especially if your muscles are getting stronger and you're faster. Who cares if your stride changes a little as long as you don't get hurt, your mobility stays the same, and you're more powerful. So in business, when we do the same thing, if you're not happy or, or the most comfortable in the space where you're reading books and studying the art of business, for example, because you're a practitioner, stretch a little bit. It's, it's, it's stretching. It's called stretching for a reason. It's supposed <laughs> to be a little bit uncomfortable. Absolutely. You're trying to get that mobility and that agility. And in business, we have to stretch a little bit. So the advice I would give to any uh, entrepreneur, young leader, uh, is to stretch a little bit. Love it. That's the getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yep, absolutely. Well that, said. That is the one. Um, man, I, I think we hit a lot in just a couple minutes. Um, I hope you guys can take as much as I have from this. This has been a really good moment. A uh, couple episodes coming out. Mr. Bristow, thank you again. Absolutely. I appreciate it. James, thanks for uh, stepping in to lead for Royce today. Hey, that's what we do. All right. All right.